Hi, you're listening to 48 Minutes, and this is Tim Kittrell from NBA Jam. Ooh, boom, shakalaka. What's up, everybody? This is uh, 48 Minutes Network. This is Kyle Brandon coming at you. I'm here with Ben. How's it going, Ben? Good, buddy. How are you, man? Excited I'm... to get this podcast started. <laughs> yeah, me too, man. Uh, this is our first time working together, and I'm, I'm pretty excited about that. Um, even though Ben is a Pacers fan, and uh, I am a Pistons fan. This, uh, this is going to be exciting stuff. Yeah. But uh, this is all brought to you on the 48 Minutes Network. Um, check us out. Go on the uh, website. we got some great articles up there that we're putting up there pretty frequently. Um, there's also some great podcasts done by our awesome team, so uh, some good stuff to check out. Ben, uh, why don't you get us started, man? What was your what was your favorite thing that happened uh, the last few days in basketball? Man, I would say one of my uh, one of my favorite things has been uh, Jabari Parker going home, man. There it Chicago is. Bulls. There it is. Um, I think that's going to be a, a good spot for him. Um, I think they've got a young team. I think I saw their average starters with uh, Dunn is like 23, 24 years old, somewhere in there. So, I mean, they're they're going to be a young, hungry team. It's going to be exciting to watch those guys kind of take off and see what they can do. So Yeah, and the terms on that, um, I believe it was a, a two-year um, $40 million. Yes, it was. It was a team option. Yes. Um, so... So I think that's a pretty smart idea, um, saving that cap space, kind of taking the big gamble. Um, what are your thoughts on the money on it? I think it's good. I mean, I think that uh, he's going to have an opportunity to prove himself there. Still a young guy. Still got a lot of opportunities to uh, to grow. And I mean, if of course, the way the NBA is now, man, you get one decent year in you. I mean, that goes from two years and $40 million to five years and... Two hundred million, right. you know. Oh, so, you know, they're taking a little bit of risk there. But um, Jabari Parker has shown uh, in the past that he can um, be a twenty and ten guy, yeah, um, and and get some things done. So, yeah, I, I'm going to be honest. I was when I first heard the news, I was pretty bummed for the Bulls. Yeah, um, I was in the camp of the people that wanted them to take on a big salary. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. Get a pick, do something similar to we saw that uh, the Nets did. Yeah, where they 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 took the pick from Denver, took on the salary. It didn't matter because they knew that, that they weren't going to be doing anything with it this year. Right, um, and just kind of get a pick. But you know, I've kind of I've kind of swung my opinion on it because the more I think about it, if you get a, a pick that is a top, let's say you know twelve protected mm-hmm. or lottery protected, now you're just picking a guy in the twenties, you know. Are you, are you really getting talent there? Right. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of where a lot of those guys have to think is that um, I can go that route or get a guy like Jabari Parker who's got NBA experience, who's got um, – he's played, you know, these last four years, um, and he's got – and he's been a proven scorer. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's been able to do things in the NBA that, you know, a guy coming fresh into the league hasn't been able to show. So yeah. um, I think that's a – it was a good good choice for them. Um, I think it was a logical choice, and um, it's, a, it's a guaranteed number two pick. Absolutely. Right? I mean, maybe maybe he's got a few years on him already, but a couple of years ago we were talking about Jabari Parker, like you know, one of, one of the best new guys coming into the league. Absolutely. So, uh, you think you know maybe they get a pick from Denver? You know, Denver finishes around I don't know where their pick would be valued. Let's say around twenty about or so. There. That's about right. I mean, that's that's a that's a good spot. Yeah, I mean, that's yeah. a really good spot. Yeah, so I, I think Jabari Parker is going to work out better than than the twentieth pick. I mean, look who they got this year: Chandler Hutchinson. You know, this is definitely not a dig on, on Chandler Hutchinson, but talent wise, right? I think I'm taking Jabari. I'm taking Jabari right, all day, right. absolutely. <laughs> especially no doubt about especially, it. Especially uh, lowering your risk there with the with the one and one options. So, yep, um, absolutely. I like it. How do you how do you think he fits in though? Um, I think he fits in well. Uh, you know, they just recently signed Zach Levine, who's a young, athletic guy. Um, you know, you have Markin in there. 
um, who's kind of been a proven guy yeah. uh, as the season progressed last year. I mean, he got better and better, and and um, I think he fits well. I think he's yeah. gonna he's gonna be uh, you know your your uh, big three, big four kind of mm-hmm. there, um, and he's gonna be able to give you quality minutes, and he's gonna be able to. I think that his best years are still ahead of him. So yeah. you know, even though you know he does have an ACL, um, I think most. Um, for the most part, I think he's going to fit really well there. I think it's yeah. going to be a good fit for them. So. Yeah, I uh, I do hope that they s- still continue to um, to keep the spotlight on Mark and then moving <laughs> forward. Man, he's so tough. <laughs> right? Gosh dang, man. man he, you know, I think he could be the guy that that really puts him over. Yeah, um, and I think Wendell fits great with that. Yeah, because I mean, look at what he did at Duke. Absolutely, right? <laughs> and, and you know, it gives you that that guy that's behind. Behind those guys, that plays defense and oh, is yeah. a rebounder and is, you know, his defenses look great. His, yeah, his defenses look great, man. I yeah. mean, he's he's blocking shots. I mean, he's he's all over the place. But he he gives you that guy, even though he's a young guy, he's a rookie. Yeah. But he still gives you that guy that can be back there and kind of rim protect, gives you a, a, a post presence. Yeah. Um, and as we've seen in the East, there's really not a whole lot of that. There's yeah. really not a whole lot of post play there. So that gives you a guy there that can do that. On top of, you know, you bring in Parker, who's a four, and then, of course, Markinen's going to do his thing. So, yeah, I think this young Bulls team is, is going to surprise some people. Um, and I think that, uh, I think the the one that I like the most is Levine, because I think he's got a lot of upside. He's so athletic. Um, I think that he can do some things well there. And you bring in some young guys. Sometimes young talent is good talent. I mean, it it rejuvenates the the. You know the system and the team, and I think that bringing those young guys in, getting some studs there, I think they'll be okay. Yeah, I, uh, I, I think my biggest, I'm really over the Zach Levine hurdle that I had to go through where I, <laughs> I, I really struggled with it, and I'm laughing because because Tim is in the room <laughs> with his. And he bull- keeps shaking his head like no. What is Bulls hat on? <laughs> Blue uh, shorts too, you know. Right. Just knowing my closet is all bull stuff. In it. Just knowing that forty million this year yeah. is going to to Dunn and uh, Parker. And Parker, but uh, no, I, I think that if if Parker can can kind of not take as many threes this year, yeah, um, and leave more threes to Markinen. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's Markinen set a record for quickest person to ever hit a hundred threes, and he's seven foot. He's I mean, seven he, foot. I just don't want him to to stun his growth. So he's the Midwestern Dirk. The Midwestern Dirk. Yeah. I, Is that Chicago Bulls terms? Is that what they they call him the Midwestern Dirk? I just came up with it. Oh, there you go. There you hey, go. trademark that Midwestern <laughs> yeah. Dirk. Tim <laughs> Daniels. Yeah. Mark it down. Put it on a T-shirt. But but overall, they got talent. They didn't take really a risk. Mm-hmm. Um, overall, quality. If you were to give it a grade, what grade would you slap on it? Uh, I'd give it a B. I mean, I think that uh, I think that they, like we talked about before, he's going to be better than the protected pick, um, and he's going to uh, he's a proven NBA player, and at his best, he's going to be a twenty and eight guy. So I agree. I agree. Um, I I did find it very cheeky on the internet. Um, I saw a lot of people reacting to these two moves, and they were saying that. They're back on their bulls shit. <laughs> <laughs> that was good stuff. Yeah. That was good stuff. That's uh, awesome. <laughs> uh, we also had another signing. Um, not as big of a signing. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Literally and figuratively. Yes, yes. Isaiah Thomas. Yeah. Uh, not the Brinks truck. He didn't He didn't sign a Brinks truck or anything he like that. He did not. But uh, a one-year... Two point one million or so. Uh, I think it was right somewhere veteran there. minimum or so. Yeah. So, um, you know, he was estimating to get around five years, a hundred million, maybe four years, mm-hmm. eighty, ninety million, something like that. Yeah, he was up there. Now he's with the Nuggets, which I like. Yeah, I do. But uh, how do you think Isaiah Thomas is feeling right now? Um, I think he, I think he's a guy that is. It's almost back to his. Boston days where he felt a little bit of I got to prove myself again. I've got to put myself um, back in that spotlight, and Denver's going to give him that opportunity. Um, you know, it, I think it, it was tough for him going to Cleveland. I, and truth be told, 
I don't think he was healthy. I mean, no, I think no. he had that hip surgery. He 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 tried his best, but he wasn't Isaiah Thomas. I mean, that no. wasn't that wasn't the same guys that that guy that put twenty nine points in a quarter. That wasn't the same guy that carried that Boston Celtics team two years yeah. ago to you know East Conference Finals, and you know he wasn't that guy. Yeah, I agree. I do think that Isaiah Thomas is closer to who he was on the Celtics than mm-hmm. anyone we've seen him anywhere else. I you know I don't think he's gonna consistently averaged 29 points mm-hmm. for his career, right? Um, but I also don't see him, you know, being a, right. a, the shadow of himself. Um, but turning down contracts, I mean, we saw Jimmy Butler do it, right? <laughs> yeah. We, we thought that Isaiah Thomas was going to get a huge contract. Absolutely. He didn't. <laughs> and Jimmy Butler goes and right oh. away turns down... This four-year, $110 million contract. What's he thinking? I think guys gamble on their talent. Um, Jimmy Butler knows that if he gets through this year, he's going to be a max guy, and he's going to be a max guy where he wants to be a max guy. Now, the risk you take in that, of course, is uh, you do, you know, if you're a a boogie cousins and you tear right. your Achilles or you blow a knee or you do whatever Lord forbid that happens, but yeah, it's basketball. It's NBA. I mean, you, you run that risk. So, I mean, to turn down that amount of money, I mean, to a lay person, you know, like us, it's just, I mean, I, I'd be happy with 110 million. I mean, I would. <laughs> you I know, would. I would. but, um, you know, you, you look at it and you're like, man, I mean, that's just a lot of money to turn down. Oh, but I think he's gambling on himself. I think, we talked about this before. I think he he wants out. He doesn't like where he is, um, and he knows that if he is in that free agent class next year, which is going to be a loaded free agent class, right? He's going to make a lot of money, which a one ten oh, yeah. is a lot. But I think he's projected to be five years one ninety oh, yeah. is he, the max he, next he's year. He's looking to be that guy. Yeah. Right. So I mean, I I think that's where he's where he's at, um, and I think. Like we talked about, I just don't think he wants to be there. So he's gonna oh, he's gonna try yeah. to do his best. Good. Yeah, he's gonna try to do his best to get out of there, and and um, he'll be he'll be looking at that five year one ninety next year if you know nothing happens. So so this week, uh, Demarius Thomas, who's helped me out um, a few years back in some fantasy football, mm-hmm. Demarius Thomas posted on his IG uh, said, "We're working. We're working to see both of us." Playing for Denver sports teams. And it's a picture of him and Jimmy Butler. <laughs> uh, I think he's trying to recruit Jimmy to Denver. Is that tampering? Uh, I, <laughs> I, I, mean, I know he's a football it's guy. Like a fine on him. It's like a fine on Demarius Thomas, man. You know, Someone's you can't tag Adam Silver in this. <laughs> you, can't be, you can't be just putting IG pictures up talking about we're going to play in the same city. You know? Like, come on, man. Right. You know. Um, but you know, I I don't think that going to Denver is very realistic this no, year, at least. No. I you know they have they have some cap, uh, some big contracts there. So Heck yeah, they do. So we'll have to see about that. But I do think that Jimmy Butler's got some good uh, options coming up. Yeah. Um, you know, back to the Bulls, trying to trying to keep Tim happy, of course. Uh, back to the Bulls is always an option. It is. Um, he said he wants to play with Kyrie. We'll see. Yeah, but Kyrie, is Kyrie a free agent next year? He is. So, I mean, do they, do they get on Uh-oh. a banana boat in the summer and Uh-oh. try to figure out somewhere where they're going to go? Depends on that tinfoil. I don't know. I mean, when Guy, I mean, this is this is the era of the super team, That's man. It. So does, does he does he want to be one of the guys that saves the Knicks? I'm telling you. There it is. Uh, and guys. With, with and, possibly Kyrie. With, with Kyrie. With possibly Kevin Durant. Oh my gosh! Here we go. Uh oh. I mean, you're looking at that. I mean, the Knicks. There's only so many storied franchises that people want to play for: Boston, L.A., and New York are the are the top three. And and people can give me all the James Dolan they want. Mm -hmm. Look at how badly the Lakers botched the last how many years? Mm -hmm. Really? They six maybe. Uh, oh, absolutely. They've totally botched it. They've gone through many, many, many upper management. Absolutely. It's just been a cycle where they they draft this person. You know, they, they, they draft Russell. Have yep. to trade him because of the bad contracts. Yep. I mean, Mozgov's contract. 
ridiculous oh, contract. Yes. I mean, and LeBron didn't think twice nope. because it's L.A., it's the Lakers. I don't think that these players are are really as concerned no. about James Dolan as... Uh, as no, I, there's there's just so many. I, I like I said, there's there's several storied franchises people want yep. to play for, um, and that's one of them. The Knicks is definitely one of them. I agree. You know, we talked about before myself and Tim. The NBA wants storied franchise teams to be strong. The Lakers, the Celtics, the Knicks; those teams have to be strong for the league to be strong as a whole. And I'm not going to lie, I like it. Oh, I, I love it. Oh, I love it. Like, I mean, there's nothing like, and, and I, you know, we are, me and you are not Lakers nor Celtics fans. No. But Lakers-Celtics in a series, Lakers-Celtics, Christmas Day, Lakers, I, I'm, I'm in front of my TV. There it is. Like, that's, the beat LA, beat up. I mean, that's, that's where it's at. So, I think that, that, uh, Kyrie, and Jimmy Butler getting to uh, New York would be an idea because I mean Kyrie's open about wanting to play for the Knicks. And, oh yeah, where, so I mean, where he grew up in yeah, New York. Absolutely. And, yeah, absolutely. So I, I think that uh, I think he's open about it. I think I think that the possibility of getting free agents to go to New York is also high. So, I mean, because it's New York, man. I, I mean, agree. You want to play in the garden. And you got Chris Stapps. And, and, you, and you got Knox now, too. And you got Knox. So, man. I mean, you've got two young studs. You bring in a Kyrie. You bring in a Jimmy Butler. You surround them with some decent players. Bring in a Lance Stevenson. Bring in a, like, yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. a Rondo. You know what I mean? You That's make it. it work. That's it. You make right. it work. So yes. Yeah, so get you a Javale. You get you a Javale McGee. You oh, know they, have I mean? they have Noah over there. That they, they have their oh Joe oh Joe King. Maybe they'll trade him to some island and they'll uh, absorb his contract. Maybe yeah, the island of Croatia will yes. take him in and they'll be like yeah. Uh, also, turning down contracts, um, Clint Capella, I, I don't think it's really official that he's turning any, anything yeah. down, um, but he has tweeted a sad emoji, which is, I think, more important than an, an official report. He's tweeted a sad emoji. I mean, when people tweet emojis, man, that's, oh, that's yeah. pretty official. Oh, yeah. We're, we're both married men. We know. Absolutely. We know that, right? When that emoji comes, it's, <laughs> it's a wrap. Um, so... He was he was looking for around four years, a hundred. He's still available. Um, looks like the Rockets are trying to get him in that four years, sixty million. I was going to say, man, Clint Capella, four years, a hundred million, man. Like, I like Clint Capella. He does just, he does great things for the Houston Rockets. I, I mean, they've paid worse people more money, but I mean, but I don't know. I don't know if I could do it. right. You know what I'm <laughs> I mean, I just don't know if they could four years sixty. I mean, that's that's a good amount of money, man. Like, I, like okay, so we're <laughs> so, so sidebar. We're watching uh, we're watching wrestling like grown men do, and this man just got thrown off of a steel cage uh, by Brash Gomez. So okay, anyway, um, <laughs> Clint Capella. So yeah, so yeah, I think that he's. Four years, 60, I feel safe. You know, four or five years, 110, 120, I just don't know if he's he's I, that money. I, I just don't know. The, I think the $60 million contract is kind of them trying to make up for that Chris Paul right. contract. Absolutely. Right? So they, Absolutely. they overpaid for Chris Paul, in my opinion, at least those last couple of years. Absolutely. Um you know, I don't want to say they overpaid too much. He's on my fantasy basketball team, and it's a dynasty league, so I'm trying to trade him. So I'm not going to say they overpaid for him, uh, but those last couple of years, possibly. Mm-hmm. So I think that they're trying to save face here. Yeah. Um, and Clint Capella is just kind of reaping the negative uh, effects of it. So absolutely, I am shocked no one has thrown an offer at him though. Um, I am shocked that nobody's thrown an offer at him. But if he's looking for a hundred million, man, I just don't. I mean, I think he wants to stay in Houston. Yeah, he just doesn't want to feel disrespected. I guess I don't. I don't know what it is, but I just think that. Uh, I think that when you get in that hundred million dollar mark, man, you got to be. There's got to be something else there besides. I mean, he's a great defender. He yeah. can give you some scoring, but 
you know, for that for that mark, like you got to be one of right. those. You got to be one of those upper echelon guys. Yeah, so. I mean, like uh, Andre Drummond is making around twenty four million mm-hmm. a year. Um, yeah, I I personally, you know, I don't know how I compare those two. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, is he more in that Nurkic kind of right range? Right, that, absolutely. That's kind of where they're trying to pay him. Um, but I am kind of curious why someone like the Mavs. Why were they so trigger happy on uh, DeAndre, DeAndre Jordan? DeAndre yeah. Jordan, like I don't know, like I would if I'm going to pay DeAndre Jordan and I need a center and I know I don't have anyone on my roster really that, that's mm-hmm. going to be that guy. Mm-hmm. I mean, then I wouldn't. I don't know. Maybe I, I would. Maybe I, I would definitely. Him. I would definitely. Me personally, would pay, I would definitely pay Clint Capella. If I'm going to pay a DeAndre Jordan, that's what I'm saying. Like I, I definitely agree with you on that one. I think that uh, it's a little weird. It's it's odd, yeah. But like they fell in love with him too. Like like Dallas, like we 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 he scorned us the first time. <laughs> turned around and was like, oh, hey. I can't quit you. Like I gotta, I, I gotta have you. That's because he told Shark Tank no once. Right. <laughs> he told him no once. He's and like, I gotta, I gotta have you. And Cuba was like, uh uh-uh. uh. Yeah, no he was like, tells, you, no one tells me. Right. Anything. Nobody puts baby in a corner. What are you That's talking it. about? You ever see someone, someone step to him on Shark Tank? Oh man, he snaps. So. He snaps. Yeah. That's... So I think I think he knew he had a chance to redeem yeah. himself. So that's what he was doing. Yep, absolutely. Um, <laughs> centers from Dallas with uh, big contracts. Nerlens Noel. Yes. Right, turned down four years, seventy million. Now he's enjoying his one year, four point two million as the backup Stephen Adams. Enjoy. Uh, <laughs> you know how how. How much did he lose when he got suspended for five games for his third positive test for weed? He lost a lot. Um, when you're, I mean, when uh, the, the fall from grace. Yeah, like come on, like, it, it, but for you to turn down that kind of money, I mean, on that aspect, like you know that you're lucky to be in that spot in the first place, mm-hmm. and then to turn that down and then be like, oh yeah, I'm gonna go one year four million to OKC, where well, I know I'm not gonna start. Right, I'm gonna come off the bench, and like I, I, that that one I don't understand. I love it for OKC. Oh yeah, absolutely. Right? Oh, yeah, I mean that's any, a great fit for them. Any, that's any a steal. team, right? Absolutely, any, any team logging him up at a one year uh, four point two. Yeah. I mean, I think I think that's a great contract. Yeah, but, absolutely, uh, absolutely. Yeah, that that was a steal for them. Like they they stole him, and and he'll be he'll do a great job out there. Um, he's at he's one another one of those guys, rim runners, athletic, can play defense. Um, he'll be behind Stephen Adams, who's kind of that you know the same kind of kind of guy. I yeah. mean, a little bit less athletic than Nerlens Noel, but but he's still just he's a guy that's going to be able to give you. 20 to 24 minutes off that bench and oh yeah and and you know sometimes you can play those two together I mean because he can play a four or Adams can play the four and yeah they, they get big and you know they're you know basketball they won't have Mello yeah oh gosh no. right yeah Carmelo's gone yeah. that's another story oh, I mean like <laughs> to yeah if like, I was Carmelo I would only go out to I would only go out in the public in a USA basketball jersey or a hoodie, or or a hoodie. <laughs> <laughs> or a hoodie. I what mean, I'm, I'm hoodie mellow. Somebody, somebody, come get me. Um, yeah, he's another one. I'm like, I just think that sometimes you overvalue your worth. I guess like uh, he's a guy. I mean, I love Carmelo's game and I and I like him, but you know, he's kind of like that D Wade, where you know, do play your role. Like you're not that twenty five to twenty seven point score anymore. You're not uh, the guy that's getting the ball. Oh, anymore. Okay. Yeah, yeah, anymore, okay. anymore. I thought, like you're not getting, you're not that guy anymore. I didn't know right? if we were going down the the D Wade slander. Oh no 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 no. I love I love D Wade. I love okay. D Wade. But I mean, but but those guys aren't the same guys they were, you know, six years ago. Where you're like fourth quarter, four minutes left. Here we go, Carmelo. You're the guy. Let's go. Like you're just you're just not that. So. Accept the role you are. Take right. the money you're oh, yeah. you're given and go play. Yeah, absolutely. Like, don't be like, I, I want LeBron money. Like, like, come on. Like, you're you're not that guy anymore. Right. No, he 
he needs to be more of a, dare I say, Ryan Anderson, basically. Absolutely. Come off the bench, stand in the corner, hit your corner threes. You're a liability on defense. You can't play like that. That's a no. We're going to joke about you twice on the pod. Yeah. That's it. Like, Like your defense is is putrid. Right. All this, though, I will say makes me really happy as a Pistons fan that we don't have KCP on a five-year, $80 million contract. Oh, man. I'm glad glad he's on clutch sports. I'm glad he's on Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, honestly. No, yeah, you guys dodged a bullet on that one. Ugh. Five years. When he years. left, I was broken. I was oh, yeah. shattered. I was like, man. Well, yeah. Man. <laughs> we, man, we let KCP go. <laughs> and now I look at it and I'm like, he's a 3 and D, but he's not really that good at shooting threes. All right. And his defense is below average. Oh, at so best. I am, yeah, he is, he's, I don't know, would, would you say he's better than Eric Gordon? Oh, eh, mm. eh, yeah. Bazemore, <laughs> yeah. right? Like, you know what I, mean? like, I don't need to lock that. Yeah, I'm no, good I'm that. good. I'm good. I'm good. My, no okay, all time favorite contract ever turned down. Latrell Sprewell. Oh, <laughs> and never got another one. Never <laughs> got. He was like, you know what? I'm better than that. He bet, bet on himself and lost. Lost. I'm going all in. <laughs> he put all his chips on the table, and Oakley snagged them all. <laughs> Busted. I'll take those. Thank you. No, no. Why'd you hit on 18, Latrell? I don't know. No. I was drinking. I don't know what was going on. No. Tim, Tim has a great Latrell Spreewell story. Yes. And I would, I would love it if Tim could share his Latrell Spreewell story. Yeah. Because sure, on this show or my show? The, uh... It, it was amazing. I'd Share never heard it. Share it now. Share it now. Yeah, because uh, I had never heard it before, and and I almost peed on myself. Like, oh, it's, it's great. It's hilarious. It's great, so. All right, so then I'm going to take your mic from Absolutely. Side, I guess. Absolutely. I will. Sorry. Do it the 48-minute studio. Well, hey, guys. So, Kyle has told me to tell this story, and it's a good one. I won't lie. So, we started doing the Corner 3 show, which was turned to 48 minutes. Um, I was trying to get as many guests as possible. So I saw Latrell Sprewell had a Twitter account out there that I followed, and two days later, I get a push notification. Now remember, I did a Notre Dame show for a long time, and I did a show with former Notre Dame quarterback Jimmy Clausen. You might remember he was the number one recruit in the country at one point. Um, So Latrell Sprewell, of all people, shoots me a direct message and says, how do you know Jimmy Clausen? This is not not a burner account. No. This is real Latrell. Spreewell, rim spinning, Latrell Spreewell. Yeah, riding spinners, Latrell Spreewell. And I go, well, we did a podcast together. And he goes, can you reach out to Jimmy and see if he'll follow me on Twitter? And I was like, um, sure. <laughs> so I was like, he's like, cool, thanks, man. I was like, all right. And I didn't do it for like a couple hours because I was like, how the hell am I going to approach that? Like, how do you attack that? So... He messages me again later, and he's like, did you ask him? I was like, I haven't heard back from him yet, man. I'm sorry. So finally, I do shoot Jimmy a text. I go, hey, man, I know this is super random, but Latrell Spreewell contacted me on Twitter and asked if you would follow him. To which Jimmy Clausen, who does not watch NBA basketball at all, does not watch basketball at all, goes, who? (laughs) Yes. And then, and then when Latrell contacted me to go, did you contact Jimmy for me? And I go, yeah. He didn't know who you were. <laughs> and then, with that, I will give you your mic back. Yeah, that's awesome. What a great story. <laughs> who? Latrell Sprewell. Sprewell. Is yeah. there any... There is someone There is someone more polarizing than Latrell Sprewell, and it is our mutual boy, Meta World Oh, Peace my himself. gosh. All right, guys. Let me let me set the stage before we're on a couch together. Me and Ben, Mike's in front of us, ready to record the pod. And I said, my favorite thing from basketball this week was easy. <laughs> was easy. Matter world peace in a in a oh big gosh. free game, just going full Ron Artest and punting the basketball. No peace. It was 
it was glorious. Oh, my gosh. For so many reasons, right? Your favorite reason was... <laughs> it was 3 nothing. The game just started. The game just started. He's like, God's like, hey, man, you got to see this clip. I'm like, what? He's like, Latrell Spurell. He punted the ball into the crowd. I'm like... Metal World Peace. Oh, no, no, Metal World Peace. Punted the ball into the crowd. I was like, oh, I'm like, cool. I'm like, that's crazy. He, I looked at the score. It's 3 nothing. The game had just started. I'm like, he got mad that quick? Like, Meta's <laughs> team had, had or Meta's team, Meta's team had zero. Had zero. Right. His team hadn't scored. Oh. Then you check out another clip. He gets ejected <laughs> for trying to play for for channeling his defensive player of the year on this ref and just poke the into. ball out. <laughs> okay. Oh my nice god. there. Oh my god. Gets the ball, punts it. Full on, full on punts it. It doesn't get to past the, the front row. To the first row. Does So if you're sitting courtside, you got it. <laughs> the game was where? Oh, gosh. Of course. In Detroit. In Detroit. Where, where else would it be? And his coach? Taunty. Mr. Big Shot Mr. himself. Mr. Big Shot himself. It is. It's poetic, really. It is. I mean... It, it, there's something about that building, I guess, that, that makes old Ron Ron lose his mind. I don't, I don't know what it is. It's but, the new, and it's the new one, and it's the new one. Right. But uh, like, he's like, I'm in Detroit. I, I, I got, I just got to do something crazy. Like he's, I just, he, I can't. I can't he knows it. the bad boys vibe, and he's jealous. And he's jealous. He's jealous that he wasn't Bill Ambier. <laughs> yeah. it's, like, it's like 21 year old white kids in Vegas. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. It's like, I just got to do it, man. I just got to do something crazy. Right. He's got. To. Yeah, he he took that. The best part, it was three to nothing. The foul was not against him. This was against a teammate, and the teammate was complaining to the official. And Ramon just wasn't having it. Ramon was like, "Look, you're going to give him the foul, or you're going to give me the ball." Ramon pokes the ball out and proceeds to punt it. <laughs> you're like, part of me, you know, as a Page fan. Just smiles a little bit. I smile just a little bit. You know what I mean? Good old Ron Ron. Not, I mean, nothing better. When it was a bull, we didn't get crazy Ron Ron. No. No, you also Ron. Didn't get, you also didn't get the real fro Ben Wallace. No. Yeah. So. No, did you, not. Did you see that picture of Ben Wallace and Rasheed Wallace this week? I almost made it my wallpaper on my phone. No. It looks so good. I'm going to show you. Oh, I got to see it. To all, all the listeners out there, this is the point where you pull out your phone, you go on Twitter, you search... Ben Wallace, oh, Rasheed Wallace, yes. dude, they look clean. They look clean. Woo! Oh, there it is, distinguished gentleman. I'm serious. Look at those two. Did they have hashtag? They should. <laughs> like Rasheed and Ben take on China. They should. It's great. That's good stuff. That should be man. a sitcom. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Wallace. All right. Wallace. So it is. It is July fifteenth. Yes, sir. Kawhi Leonard is still on the Spurs. What's going on over there, man? I don't know what's going on, man. I, you know, he doesn't want to be there. Yes. Um, and you got lots of options. I mean, there's many. There's lots of places where you could send him. The Spurs have lots of the, options. Yeah, the Spurs have lots of options. You know, you there's lots of places where the Spurs could send him, but right. I guess you you are fighting the fact that it's. I owe everybody a drink. I'm sorry. <laughs> when you're, that's our new rule. When the phone goes off or something buzzes, oh, I owe everybody a drink. So if you're listening, you see me out, pull me to the side. I owe you one. Um, but it was ESPN though. So, um, but yeah, they, I, nah, no, it wasn't quad trade. Um, but yeah, I mean, you he the Spurs have lots of options, okay. but you also have the fact that Kawhi is. When he plays, top five player in the world. Right. So you know, do you try to heal that relationship and say, okay, we've got we've got an opportunity before he becomes a free agent to make this right and have him play and then sign him. He's a spur for life, or do we just trade him so we can get something back and make something special of what we could get for him? So I don't I don't know. The Spurs are in just a weird spot. They're yeah. in a weird spot, and they haven't really they really haven't made. Uh, uh, the right move or the wrong move. It's just, I think that they've got to come to terms with that he's not happy. So you're going to have to do something before it goes to free agent and you get nothing for him. So you don't see any way they fix it? Because I don't. I I, I, I don't. I really don't, man. They traded, they they got a 
Tony Parker out of there. I mean, they honestly, did. I think that that was a step. Yes. Um, but you have a mile, so that yep. step doesn't matter. So. Absolutely. Um, I don't think there's any fixing it. I do think, though, that we're going to get to a point where the tables are going to kind of turn and the Spurs aren't going to have this leverage where they're going to be super picky and all this stuff. I, no. I think we're going to, I think the teams are going to kind of narrow themselves down with yeah. some cap space stuff and, and kind of just like who really is going to be worried about like, you know, am I going to be able to keep them? Absolutely. Right? And I think every, yeah, and everybody too, anybody that's worth their weight in salt and cap space is waiting for 18, 19, or, or 19, 20. Right. I mean, they're waiting for that big summer where you've got tons of free agents and you don't want to, you know, put yourself in a bad spot on a bad contract where you're out of the run for some good free agents. So, right. you know, I, I, I agree that that the Spurs time is coming to that where they can't be as picky as they want to yeah. be, and they're going to start making some decisions. But because me, because me and you are both fans of the NBA trade machine. Absolutely love love, it. love the NBA love trade it. machine. Who are, Whoever decided they needed to make that just a public tool. Absolutely. That's a good part. Hey, if if you were the one who made that and you're listening to this, God bless you. Because it's awesome. Please. At 48 Minutes Network. Hit us up on the Twitter. So, NBA Trade Machine's great. You get a plug-in and you get a play. And it's kind of like NBA 2K. Mm-hmm. I know we've all spent time just building your oh, mega yeah. team in 2K. Absolutely. Right? Trade override can't be turned on. Otherwise, you're a coward. <laughs> oh, you're a coward. You right? <laughs> you're a punk. You can't turn that on. Yeah. Right. Take what you get. <laughs> so no trade override on. Throwing it into the NBA trade machine. Here's some of the things that I came up with. There we go. Okay. Um, the first one, I, I have a I have a couple serious ones mm-hmm. and I have a couple flyers. Okay. okay? To tell you what a flyer looks like, okay. it's Kawhi, Kawhi Leonard traded for Aaron Gordon straight up. That is, a, that is that's the definition of a flyer. You know, hey. So that is one that, that like we don't even really talk about. Right? But some serious ones, Kawhi Leonard for Jimmy Butler straight up. Straight up trades don't really happen that often. They don't. Anymore. But when you think about the fact that Kyrie Irving was traded for Isaiah Thomas, two people... Similar mm-hmm. enough, straight. You know what I mean for mm-hmm. straight up uh, in the same conference. Absolutely, I think that Jimmy Butler and Kawhi Leonard could get traded straight. And up. we looked at that too. Like their their contracts are eerily similar number yeah. wise. Oh, yeah. So I mean, it's not too far out of the realm of, of four hundred thousand dollars off. I mean, that's it's it. it's just right there. So I mean, to to look at that, I mean, that's definitely a possibility. Yeah, and Jimmy Butler is. Is a spur, mm-hmm. right? I mean, he's mm-hmm. he's, he's a, a spur. San Antonio guy, absolutely, right? He's, absolutely, he seems like the kind of guy that was created in a lab for San Antonio. Oh, so yeah, I, he's he's that guy that you know that's that's a Popovich special. I that love guy it. Is. So, I'll, so that one that one was a good one. Um, this one this one could be a little bit of a flyer, right? Mm-hmm. Portland Trailblazers, Ooh. they're a bit stuck. They are they're at absolutely. They, uh, they have some big contracts, right? They were a three seed last year. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen many people that are picking them to be above a five a seed, five, right? Yeah. Most people have them mixed in with kind of the the Denver crowd, and they're kind of just down there at the at the bottom of the West now. Um, so, shaking things up, mm-hmm. CJ McCollum Ooh. and Zach Collins. For Kawhi and Patty Mills. Hmm. Now, now they don't need Patty Mills anymore. Now that no. now that you look at who they have, right? Uh, with Dejounte Murray, with Derek White, who looks like uh, who looks like a grown man <laughs> playing with kids in summer league. Uh, He's been killing it. Yeah, um, he's been killing it. You know, Lonnie Walker can play a bit of both. I'd probably keep him at the two, mm-hmm. um, but I just don't see the need for Patty Mills anymore. Right. I think that they kind of need to, to pass it on. Absolutely. Get rid of Patty. Patty Mills make $11 million. What? Uh-huh. Patty Mills makes $11 million. 11.5? <laughs> yes. So Pat, Patty wow. Mills, NBA trip, she's telling me right now. Wow. $11 million. Get him off the books. Yeah, get him off get the him books. Get him off. Absolutely. CJ McCollum is Zach Collins. That's a... That's... I mean, that's a good spot. That would be a good 
good spot for the Spurs for sure. I, I mean, they, you get a CJ McCollum. I think he's a guy that would fit into that system well. Um, and like we had already talked about, Kawhi is is ready to go. Yeah, um, and that's a good spot for him. Portland puts him back at. I mean, puts him in the West still. And I think that know, it's, I think that Dame shout out happy birthday. I think that he needs some help, and he's going to start. He's going to start getting a little more chippy and more verbal about mm-hmm. wanting more help. So they want, they're going to try and keep him happy. I yeah. mean, he is the he's, mayor of Portland. He's, he's their guy. He's their Absolutely. guy. Absolutely. Right? So they need to keep him happy. Absolutely. And really, what? how, how do you keep him happy? They're cap-strapped. They have these big contracts, mm-hmm. which is fine. But if you have a guy that you know is going to be unhappy, they, you just don't want Damon Lillard to turn into the next Kawhi Leonard yep. where he's holding out and he doesn't want to play and he's demanding trades and all this. So Absolutely. Um, I thought that was a, a little interesting one. That's a good one. Uh, let's see what else. Okay, here's here's one I liked. To the Eastern Conference, okay. okay. Another team similar to Portland. Okay. Another team that seems to be talented, but doesn't really do well in the playoffs. Okay. Um, they have, you know, a really good point guard that they want to build around and that they want to keep happy. I'm talking about none other than. The Washington Capitals. Ooh. Oh, yeah. The Dwight House. <laughs> the Dwight House. Washington Capitals, right? So. The Wizards. The Wizards. Oh, nice. Oh, Cap- I call them the Capitals, right? <laughs> Just so, celebrating, so, celebrating their so right uh, yeah. Stanley Cup win. Okay, so. Bradley Beal and Kelly Oubre. Oh, man. For Kawhi and Patty Mills. Hmm. The... Keep in mind, Kelly Oubre is coming off the bench behind Otto Porter, mm-hmm. who I love. I don't think Otto Porter gets talked about enough. Oh, yeah. Otto Porter is that. Uh, he's one of those sneaky guys, man. He's, he's like I a Chris really, Middleton he kind is. of guy. I like that guy. So I like we, him a lot. We talk about these awesome wings, mm-hmm. and we just seem to stop right before we get to Otto Porter's name, yeah. Chris Middleton's name. Yeah. I like Otto Porter a lot. So they still have Otto Porter. Mm-hmm. They would have John Wall... Otto Porter, Kawhi Leonard, and Dwight Howard in the East. In the East, that would be that's pretty nice. Yeah, that puts you that's right. That puts you right there. I mean, that puts you. If John, do you think John Wall could be the second best player on a championship team? I think he could be. I do. I, think I really he could do. Because I think it. I think it. Uh, at some point throughout this season, when he was hurt. And coming off the injury, he was the second best player. Yeah. I think Bradley Beal was better, so I think he could. I think he can do it. Um, now, and I think that he would love to have a guy like Kawhi. I mean, now here's here's the upside for the Spurs if they do it. Okay, Kelly Oubre, he can he can step in. He can play the three absolutely for Kawhi. Um, obviously, he's not a Kawhi replacement. Mm-hmm. Please don't. Right, right, yeah. Please don't chop Please, through Yeah, this. don't, don't add right. us. Don't. We're not saying he's the next Kawhi. No, just, no, you know, no. Uh, he does have some some swag to him. He though, does have right? some swag to him. Absolutely. <laughs> he got got a little chippy a couple yeah, years. Absolutely. I like, I like Kelly Oubre, right? Yeah. Uh, and he dresses nice. He does. He's a sharp dresser. I just always picture him having on like Gucci, Tiger, <laughs> suede. Like uh, women, women suits. Yes. You want the supreme shooting. Sleeve? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. The, the supreme shooting sleeve. That yep. was nice. Um, but not only do they get him, Bradley Beal's under contract for another few years. Yep. You're guaranteed to roll forward with Bradley Beal, absolutely. Beale, who I think is a very good role player. So that was an interesting one to me. That's a good one. Um, I think that would that would work out well because then I, I think Bradley Beal. You know, becomes a number one guy there. I mean, in, in San Antonio, which I don't think that's I don't think that's something he would run away from. I think that's right. something he would embrace. Yeah, so, I'd I hope he'd be number one over yeah. over uh, Lamarcus. Over Lamarcus, yeah, he would be. Yeah. I, I mean, I like Lamarcus Aldridge. He had a he had a great comeback season. He looked more like Lamarcus Aldridge of yeah. Portland this past year. Um, but I think Bradley Beal. Would, uh, I think that would benefit him a lot to have the, them two to be together and, and be able bleak. to play. It was bleak when he first got there. Mm-hmm. It really was. I, Absolutely. I didn't like it. It was, I don't know, weird. Yeah, weird. So, and then, of course, the two 
that we hear about the most uh, with Kawhi. We hear about him going to uh, L.A., and we hear about him going to uh, Philly. Now, when I say L.A., I don't mean the Clippers, even though <laughs> there, have been talk, there have been talks about uh-huh. him kind of changing his mind, wanting to be the number one guy for the Clippers. I just don't think that they have enough to trade right now. No. It would have to be some package, including Tobias Harris. Um, shout out, Tobias Harris is like one of my favorite players in the league. Yeah. Um, it has to be him. You'd have to give up one or two of your recent picks that you got. Yep. I think that the Clippers' time was before they drafted. I think that the 12th and 13th pick had more value yeah, than absolutely. Jerome Robinson and Shea, Gil- Shea Gilgis-Alexander yep. have. Um so, in my opinion, that ship is sailed for them to trade for him. Right. It's I, I definitely wouldn't rule them out um, for a signing next year, possibly. Mm-hmm. But I just don't see them trading for him. But, the Lakers. What I have for the Lakers. Kawhi mm-hmm. and Patty Mills. Your boy, Patty Mills. We'll call my, him. My, my boy. <laughs> your my pers- boy, Patty Mills. Your personal boy. Okay? <laughs> and the Lakers are sending over... A young, it's basically a starting four, right? Yeah. Lonzo, Josh Hart, who Josh Hart has made himself look like a snack. Oh, this, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. He's, him and LeBron league. are personal friends. You see that hug day in Summer League? Yeah. Okay. He you played, can't get rid of him. He played the Pistons in Summer League, and I texted Tim. It was, it was what, three minutes and 58 seconds in, and I was, like, ready to change the channel. <laughs> he, he had, within about 15 seconds, he had, like, Two steals and five points. Yeah. And I was like, come on. Yeah. Well, man, I mean, you got to think about it, man. He's got LeBron in the front row. Like, oh, he's yeah. he's putting on. You, you can't get rid <laughs> of me. me. Yeah, me. you can't get rid of me. Hey, Lonzo's the one with the knee surgery. Why you? <laughs> Don't look at me. <laughs> and this this is my tinfoil hat right here. Oh, here we go. Uh-oh. Here we go. Tinfoil hat moment. Lonzo's camp is never lost himself LeVar Ball, right? True. So... LeVar Ball makes it very clear. Never lost. <laughs> Never lost. Never lost. One on one champion. Never lost. One on one two ninety. Never lost. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Give me, me footage of that, LeVar. Never. Never. Lost. Okay. Never lost. So LeVar makes it very clear that he wants him to stay in LA. Absolutely. Lonzo has been brought up time and time again in this trade to San Antonio. Do you think? That LeVar said, Lonzo, you should probably get that knee taken care of, and this is the best time, so they can't trade they you. can't trade you. Oh, that, that is, that is without a doubt, is what happened. I mean, I, right. I mean, say what you want about number one, never lost, you know what I mean? LeVar and all his crazy antics, he's, he got, he got people to buy $495 shoes. I mean... I'm not a he big got his kid. He got his kids to play in Lithuania. I mean, yeah. he's got his own league. I mean, he's he's done some things where you're like, you know, he you're like, gosh, he's kind of got a little bit of. Oh. so he knows what's going on. He he knows that it, when LeBron was like, hey, I'm going to L.A., like he looked at Lonzo and was like, hey man, you got anything wrong with you? <laughs> and like, yeah, no. he's like, you know what, my knees kind of. He's like, go ahead and get that. Let's go ahead and get that taken care of. I'm not a businessman. Oh, I'm a business. I'm a business Shout man. Shout out Jay Z. We call the shot card. Shout him out. All right, so Lonzo, Josh Hart, mm-hmm. Brandon Ingram. Oh, who I I feel who like also he, gave the shout out. I feel like I'm higher on Brandon Ingram than like I love man. I no 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 no. I love I, I love him. Love him. Brandon Ingram or Kuzma? Who are you keeping? Oh, five, four, three, two. Ingram. Okay, same. Yeah, same. I got to. Is that the consensus though? No, because I, I feel like most of America would say Kuzma. I don't. I would not. I would. Right. I would keep okay. him. But, I, to, I, but I think most of. I think most of America would say Kuzma. I agree. But I. Um. I'm. I'm high. On, I'm very high on Brandon Ingram. I am too. And then, Luol Deng. Okay. Before we go Thank here, heaven. right? Eighteen million dollars for Luol Deng still. Right. <laughs> the albatross that is Luol Deng. Uh, how many years but, he got left? Um. He has. 
this year and next year. Oh, so you can't you can't even buy them out. You, you can't, can't even buy them out. out. Right. So, so I know it sounds horrible with the eighteen million, but when you look, Josh Hart at one point six million. Right. It is such a steal, Brandon. Yeah. Brandon Ingram at five million. Oh, you're, that's like, a steal. Once you're adding up these four guys, it's still only thirty-two million in cap right. space. So, I mean, when they talk about like, do they want to take on this Luol Deng contract? I think that it's actually fine because everyone else is going to give you thirty-two million. Yeah. Everyone's going to give you thirty-two million dollars in right. assets. I just think that these assets are better. Right, I agree. So. It, it, and it would be tough for the Lakers. I mean, as much as I love Kawhi, um, you already have LeBron. You know what I mean? So it's nice. It would have the, it would be nice to have Kawhi and LeBron. But if you're looking at it, I mean, you've got you're giving up Ingram, who's who's going to be a stud. Kuzma, who's going to be a but stud. So again, I'm high up on Ingram. What's his uh, What's best case scenario for Ingram? Durant. Durant. Yep. You think Durant? No. Durant is no, okay. generational. Yeah. Second tier Durant. Um. So auto border. I think he's better than auto border. What's what is a second tier Durant? I don't. Uh, it's I'm like not a right. I'm trying not, to think. It's not a unit of measurement <laughs> that we often use. Basic scenario for Ingram, maybe like a Scottie Pippen type. Scottie Pippen and Kevin Durant. I'm that's, high on this guy, all right? I'm high on him, too. I'm high on him, too. Um, okay, so... Do you think that he'll ever be as good as Kawhi? Mm. No. No, I don't either. No. I don't either. Well, how old is Kawhi? 26. And Ingram's 22, 3... I mean, he's a young guy. Yeah, twenty-one, twenty-two. Yeah, so you're you're getting a twenty-six-year-old Kawhi, who's only played his best basketball the last two. I mean, he's got so many more. Twenty fourteen was his year. Yeah, he but he's got so many more years of great right. basketball. Um, I don't know, man. That's I, that's that's tough. That's tough. But the problem is like. Lonzo doesn't develop a three-point shot. Now he's just, like, a good passer. You know what I mean? Now, like, you have Dennis Schroeder on your team that, right. like, was really hyped up. Or, you know what I mean? Right. Like, Alfred Payton. Right. Alfred Payton. Alfred Payton. Like, yeah, right. exactly. Same thing. We're like, oh, he might develop his three-point shot. He was shooting 31%. Like, mm-hmm. even if he does develop it, he's going to shoot, mm-hmm. what, 34%? At best. That's still a bot. At best, yeah. So, like, and again, Lonzo does a lot of great things. He does. He rebounds incredible for a, for a point guard. Mm-hmm. He is a great passer. He plays really good defense, underrated defense. He's long, lengthy, six five or six or so. He's I I like Lonzo, but like when we talk about getting Kawhi, Kawhi like yeah, I don't know. That, I, that's I mean that's one of those where you're looking at it and it's like. Like you said, are you going to get more out of Ingram and Lonzo than you would Kawhi? I've heard the uh, the thing from uh, Max Kellerman where he says four quarters don't equal a dollar in the NBA. That's true. And I think that Kawhi's a dollar. He and is I a dollar. I think that some of these pieces are, are quarter pieces. Yep. Um, I don't know. That's Tim, a- Tim works at a bank, so I'm sure he would want to invest. <laughs> I'm sure he'd want to invest in it. Absolutely. Um, so that one's an interesting one. And then uh, the last one I had was to the Sixers, uh, Kawhi and Patty Mills for, uh, this one has a couple options, um, I've seen a bunch of different variations of it. The one I had um, had Robert Covington, had Bayless in there, because you got to get rid of Bayless's contract, right. I think one way or the other, it's $8.5 million. Um, I had Sarge and Fultz in there, that's pretty rich. That is rich. Right? Right. But again, Bayless, you're you want them to take away absolutely right. You want that asset gone, so that's nothing. Um, Covington's really good. Covington's good. I think Sarich has a, a ton of upside. Uh, you just don't know. You just have such a big question mark. Right. Yeah. I mean, I think that. I mean, I like those guys. I mean, like like Covington, I think is is a stud. Yeah, Sarge, I like, but like we said, Kawhi's a dollar. Exactly. You know what I mean? So 
you know, you get a bad Simmons and Embiid and Embiid, and you get a bad Covington contract off of books. Um, and you get to, I mean, you get to build around Kawhi, Simmons, and Embiid. I mean, what do you what do you think about Fultz? I mean, I don't know where to even project him at. I, uh, I will say that him him hanging out at summer league was kind of shot. Yeah, I, I was not a fan of him hanging at summer league. Oh, yeah. Um. I don't know. Just either go to summer league and actually play because we need to see you play. Right. You, are, you are unproven. Like, right. Yep. You haven't done anything yet to like sit back on the bench like, and be hanging like out. Josh Hart. Josh Hart played yep. last year, and guess what? He's in he's, summer league working summer league. his butt off. Yep. I mean, look at and uh, yeah, that's that, uh, yeah. I agree with you. I don't understand why he's not sitting playing. there. He's sitting there. Yeah. Eating cheese fries, and I mean, look at <laughs> look at a guy like. Uh, Dragon Bender, he's played in summer league last like fifteen years. So <laughs> he's like, I'm summer league official, baby. You know what I mean? Don't... <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and in case you're giving tabs, NBA draft net had Brandon Ingram compared to Tayshawn Prince. Tayshawn Prince. Okay. Oh, that's man. probably a little bit of a better. Sure. Than Scott yeah. Kevin Durant. Hey, love it. Love love me some Tayshawn Prince. Heck yeah. That corner three ball on the yeah. on the side of me. Shout out Pistons, shout, shout out Kentucky. Out. <laughs> Everything about Tayshaun, right. I love Tayshon, yeah. Quiet. Just love doing him. my job, play defense, hit big shots. I love that. That was Tayshaun, man. So you, you, you forgot something in there. What's that? Something about like a block shot. Oh, oh don't, don't, shot. don't, man. The, I, I tried to go around that. That was a goal time. Huh? I'm just kidding. <laughs> they had refs, right? They did have refs. throughout the game? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. So, it's their job to make calls? <sighs> Reggie! <laughs> Reggie, no! So, out, out of all of our trade options that we went through, mm-hmm. um, and some of the crazier ones, where do you see him ending up? Or when and or where do you see him ending up? Gosh. Do you see, do you see him moving... Before the All-Star break. No. I, I I just think that the Spurs are going to try to hold on to this as long as they can. Um, I because I think that they know the value of, of Kawhi Leonard. I agree. They're going to lose um, value, though. But they're going to lose value. Right. So, uh, they're going to hold on to it. I think that they think they can mend that fence. But I don't think the fence is, is going to be mend. And they're going to wind up losing value in, in the end. But... Um, betting man, let's say you're uh, going Latrell Sprewell and you're betting. <laughs> what which team is Kawhi going to be uh, wearing a uniform for by the end of the season? End of the season, um, gosh, I it's odd to say, but at the end of the season, I think he will be in LA, but not with the Lakers. Oh, okay. I think you'll be a clipper. Okay. I like it. If I had to if I had to put the tinfoil hat on. I like it. Making it happen somehow. Yeah, I think he'll I think he'll be a clipper. Um I I'm between two teams right now. Mm-hmm. I'm between the Sixers, which seems obvious. Mm-hmm. And I'm between the T Wolves. I really like him going to the T Wolves. Ooh. Um, yeah. I don't know. Do you think that you think he gets traded there before the season ends? Yeah. So they, they, I think that they don't want the same thing to happen with Butler, where they get nothing. Where they traded, they traded Levine. Yep. And they traded what else? Was, the marketing. It pick, was right? a marketing pick. Yep. Right. They traded Levine, marketing, and Dunn. Yep. Um, which are three starters we talked Absolutely. about earlier. It's that they traded three starters, and they have a possibility of getting nothing in return. Absolutely. So I think that they're going to be nervous about that. For and that try reason, to get... they're going to have to shop him. Yeah. And I think that that's where they could shop him. Hmm. Now, do you think they'll they'll trade for him and then re-sign him? I don't know. I mean, because they're going to I mean, they're gonna have to... Right, because there's a chance that he just that walk. he walks away. Sure. I mean, I, I, I there's got to be some... Uh, there's got to be something where the Spurs sign him and then they trade a, a little sign and trade or something, because there's no way they would take the... Because then they're in, back in the same boat with the Jimmy Butler, because they both could technically... Right, the bricks. But I think that they also see that they're about to have 
Carl Anthony Towns in his prime. Mm-hmm. They're about to have Andrew Wiggins if he ever gets a prime. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> they're gonna. Have he's been a little. He's been a little, little late to mature. Yeah, his contract's gonna be another. It's another one. It'll but be, yeah, it'll I think hard. that. I mean, I think the window is kind of coming up to it. I think mm-hmm. you wait for the Warriors to kind of fall off in a in like two years. Mm-hmm. You hope that the Clay Thompson. And Draymond Green thing kind of, and Kevin Durant, right? Like that kind of just works itself out. Yep. You know, one or two or three of those guys leave. Yeah. Then you have the window, but I think you're going to need a third piece, and I, I don't think that, I don't think that Wiggins can even be the second best guy on the championship team. No. Right. And no. I haven't seen enough. I agree. From, I haven't seen enough from Carl that he can be the first best guy. Yeah, he kind of wilted. I mean, so he, I know it was his first playoff experience, but he kind of wilted. He so, did. Oh, um, completely. Yeah. So, so, like, let's say that Car- with Carl's potential, he could be the f- the second best guy on the team. Absolutely. So they need that first best guy. I and mean, if be, they could lock him up, they could lock up Kawhi they're, that's, they're right that's there. That's a nice little. That's a nice little piece. So absolutely. All right, man. Well, it's been a it's been a fun time. Absolutely. This is our first pod together, first of many. Um. Right now we're watching wrestling while we're recording this, and we're going to continue <laughs> watching wrestling. Absolutely. So uh, appreciate you guys listening. Go uh, like and subscribe. Give us that five-star review. Really appreciate it. And check out the website, 48minutesnetwork.com, uh, for all these articles and podcasts. Go ahead and give us a follow on uh, Twitter. Shoot us a... Uh, Shoot us a message or something. Tell us what you want to hear about. We'd love to discuss some basketball with you or whatever you want to talk about. Absolutely. Thanks for listening. Thanks, Thanks, Ben. Good night, man. Thank you, my brother. Yeah.